Okay, Lunchbox, let's try this again. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hindsightless, the semi-sporadic, semi-fully-there podcast where I talk about life, role-playing games, or whatever else might be running around inside of my head, but mostly role-playing games, and usually full episodes, I promise. Yep, that was a pretty awesome episode, last one, huh? (laughs) You guys like my intro? That was such bullshit, man, and it really bummed me out, so I never re-recorded it or anything, because, you know, that's just kind of hard to do, Yeah, especially for, I don't write my stuff down, I just go off the cuff, so, yeah, but we did play again last night, so I will talk about all three, (laughs) three of the sessions we've had since last we spoke, um, goddamn, I don't even know where to start well we went back to sandpoint so we're back to sandpoint and there uh there was a giant sinkhole opened up and there was all sorts of weird noises and bad smells coming out of the sinkhole so they the city of sandpoint sent down a team of you know city watch to go investigate and they never showed back up so of course you know the heroes got to go find them perfect awesome <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we went down there, and that was nuts. The um, the whole area, like the whole dungeon, was all scribbled over with all kinds of writing in the old ancient language. And there was a weird entity that was whispering secrets to us. And yeah, it was it was awesome. <clears throat> um, the DM she did an awesome creepy voice for the scribbler he was called, and everything was all shrouded in mist so we couldn't see uh but so we ended up fighting a bunch of demons and stuff and finally fighting the scribbler and he was he was a bastard uh yeah man he was a high level spellcaster and a very competent fighter plus he had this magic falchion which is just basically a giant two-handed scimitar uh, and whenever the falchion hit you, it was supposed to deal two points of constitution damage. Uh, you got a saving throw against it, but yeah, every time it hit you, it was supposed to deal two points of constitution damage, but yeah, the, she kind of, the DM kind of forgot about that. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Lucky for us. Hooray. But he kicked our ass. We managed to defeat him and we found out a bunch of stuff. We found out where we needed to go uh, and what we needed to do next, like the next part of this adventure. So that was awesome. And we realized we hadn't, for the longest time, sold any of our loot or anything. So we were just sitting on a pile of cash, like a pile of magic items and cash because we got a bunch of bags of holding and stuff, which is dope. But So last session, uh, the one we just played, we basically just spent our money and then started traveling to where we needed to go because it was a three-week travel. So we were doing random encounters every day for 21 days, (laughs) and it was awesome. It was like like practice. Uh, Practice? You want to talk about practice? 
Allen Iverson rules. But no, it was seriously like practice for using Roll20 and Pathfinder Combat and how like we got in so many encounters and these encounters were built a while ago. <laughs> so the first few were just cakewalks, <laughs> which was awesome. But yeah, it was great. So we worked on, well, at least I was working on it in my mind. And I think everyone else was kind of working on it based off of what I was doing. Um, just thinking about, okay, like getting into good positions. Cause I know we're getting deep into the fifth book. Shit is going to get harder, right? So we're going to have to play smarter. Uh, and so, yeah, I was really trying to get in good positions and, use my abilities correctly and, you know, be able to flank when I needed to flank with the rogue and get thrown around by this bard has this awesome spell, uh, the jester's jaunt. And he can basically teleport any one of us up to like 50 feet and put us where he wants us. So he can just boom, bamf us into a super dope position, which rules that spell is freaking awesome. Bards are awesome. By the way, pathfinder bards, you know, I've never played a bard in another system, but people talk a lot of shit about bards. And I mean, far and away, they are the most versatile class in the game without a question. It's not even a debate, but they're also just fucking badass. They do. I mean, the fact that they can do so much, you know, the definition of versatile <laughs> just makes them fucking tough, dude. I love them. I bards all the way. Uh, I would take a bard over a cleric any day. That's that's a statement for the ages. But yeah, so last session, because we're not going to play again until next year because um, of the holidays and stuff. So last session, it was a good way to end it. We don't have to remember a bunch of story stuff for you know two or three weeks. We just got a bunch of random encounters, got a bunch of experience, Bought a bunch of stuff, spent all, a ton of gold and, you know, had a really fun time, had a lot of laughs and it was, it was a great session to, a great session end, end on. And I can't believe we're going to finish this thing. I mean, <clears throat> we're, like I said, we're deep into book five. <sighs> we'll get after it again in January. We'll probably finish book five by the end of January, I bet. And book six, maybe by end of february middle of march or something that's that's insane i am i'm so happy still to be in this group super grateful it's it's really you know got my juices going again i love playing pathfinder i'm getting the itch to run again um uh, yeah that's something i talked about that didn't get recorded or put out there like so I'm thinking, you know, it's been a while since I've run some games on the regular. Like, I want to do that. I want to get that started again in the new year. I want to get it figured out, you know, how I can both work my job and prep games for Roll20. Because, uh, yeah, prepping games for Roll20 takes a hell of a lot longer than prepping regular games. That's the That's the downside. But... I really enjoy so much of what Roll20 has to offer for online play, especially for a game like Pathfinder. You sort of need maps and minis to get everything out of Pathfinder. So I also want to wrap up my drop-in and drop-out game uh, in the new year. 
I want to get back to that. I want to bring it to a conclusion so I don't just leave everybody hanging. So anyone who is planning that out there, uh, I do plan on getting back to that eventually. I don't know if anybody will still want to play, but if you do, I do plan on bringing that to some sort of conclusion in the not too distant future. Cause yeah, it was, it was an experiment. You know, I talked about it the whole time that it was an experiment and I think the experiment is coming to a close. And I think the result of the experiment is that's that style of sort of West marches ish drop in, drop out. That's not really my jam. I don't think it was really fun. I had a blast. It was awesome playing with all those people and having a bunch of different people play with each other. But I really like, you know, running longer campaigns. I, 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 it kind of, I don't like one shots that much either. Cause it's just like, Oh yeah, I don't know. It, it, in some ways it's harder having to come up with a different one shot. Every time is harder for me than continuing a story and having the players build off of stuff and then you build off of that and then they build off of what you built. And I miss that. I miss that for sure. So that's something I want to get back into. You know, I'll probably ease into running again, just run a couple one shots, you know, here or there just to kind of get the hang of it again. And then, yeah, dive into it. I don't know what I do. I have no idea yet, but, you know, hearing Rob talk about his Thieves World campaign has got me, Rob, over it down in a heap. It's, yeah, his setting document that he gave his players, that's the kind of shit I want, uh, I want to do. You know, that's the kind of shit I want my players to be excited about, too. Like, here's this one piece of paper, and there's a ton of plot hooks and interesting things on here. Like, what do you want to, what do you want to do? The eternal GM question. What do you want to do? Uh, so yeah, man, that's, you know, I never make new year's resolutions. I hate them. I think they're stupid and banal, but I, this isn't one of those. It's just a thing that I hope to do in the new year and probably will do at some point (laughs) in the new year. So yeah, everybody, I hope. You all are staying safe. Uh, I hope everybody's doing well. You know, it's going to be a weird holiday, especially here in the States. Uh, You know, pretty much everywhere except for New Zealand. So, yeah, there's that. But (laughs) we'll all get through it and it will be great. You know, it's like I told my mom, I'd rather... I'd rather miss this Christmas than this Christmas be the last year we're able to get together. So yeah, I hope you all stay safe. I hope you all have a happy holiday and I will talk to you all soon. All right, everybody. Peace out. Oh shit. I just remembered something. I haven't left an addendum for a while, so that's pretty dope. Uh, I remember that I talked about the feet that I would probably ban in my next Pathfinder campaign. And I think, I don't know if I'm going to let Deadly Agility in. (laughs) The feat that Puck takes full advantage of 
and makes him insane, probably more insane than he has any right to be. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. It's such a very powerful feat for no cost. If I do allow it, I think I'd add some prerequisites. I think you'd have to have a certain base attack bonus, like a plus seven or something. So you couldn't get it till later levels, but it just makes yeah deadly agility. If you don't know, it lets you use your dexterity for damage on attacks with finesse weapons. So you can use your dex to hit and to damage with certain weapons if you have the feats weapon finesse and deadly agility and yeah it just it takes away a couple like class features and stuff that different different classes get where they can add their dexterity to damage but with this feat you don't need it you could pick it up at first level if you're a human or if you're a fighter because if you're playing a human of any class or a fighter, you get two feats at first level. If you're playing a human fighter, you get three feats at first level. So, yeah, uh, you can pick it up at first level, no sweat. And it is just, it makes the game really <laughs> easier than maybe it should be. Uh, it also, like I said before, it makes strength totally meaningless. You don't need strength anymore. So, yeah, I don't know. I haven't thought about it much. I haven't thought about it much. What do you listen to this every now and then? What do you think? Should I get rid of it? Should I ban Deadly Agility? I don't know. Anyone else who plays Pathfinder that listens? Sean, what do you think? It's I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But at the same time, I doubt my GM does. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it for me for real this time. Love y'all. Peace out. But Joey, you say, you don't have to ban it. Just make Dex not the god stat. Just make encumbrance matter. And yeah, you are 100% right. <laughs> have uh, a lot of things in the game that will require climb checks or swim checks. Other things that involve strength. And just, yeah, if you make encumbrance matter the way many of these games used to and still sometimes do, but is so often ignored, dexterity is no longer the god stat. And that's its only counter is to make it so you just can't carry shit if you don't have a high strength. So who knows? Maybe that's what I'll do instead of banning it. Because I don't want to really ban anything. That's dumb. But anyway, Addendum Part 2, that's it. Peace out. And if you know what movie that quote was from at the beginning of the show, I'd be really impressed. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be really impressed. And who knows what will happen if I'm impressed. Anyway, third addendum. It's all about threes. All about threes. Three sessions in one. Three addendums. 3 plus 3 is 6, which is 3 squared minus 3. Peace out, out, out.